we can just walk right into it, yeah. which is what we're doing right now. All right, you want to do the song or what? Um, sure. Ba da ba da, ba da ba da, ba da ba da, da 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 da. All right, so um, here we are. This is the first recording of um, No Such Thing as Art, uh, episode one, episode so to say. Episode one, first yep. one. The first one. So as we're doing this, we uh, actually are first off going to crack open a beer because my mouth is extremely hey, you dry. You into it. We got an like, intro. Oh, oh. <laughs> we got to intro our podcast, dude. Oh, we got to intro. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think the beer can come like. Uh, later on? Yeah. I'm so it. thirsty. If you look at three, <laughs> look at three on three. Three on three? Oh, yes. Three. Okay. Review the beer from the Lion's Tale. So. All right. Let's, let's bring this around. All right. Ready? Yeah. Hello, listeners. This is uh, our first uh, podcast. This is our first go at it. Um, this is called No Such Thing as Art. Hello, hello. That is my buddy, Tommy D. And Ross H. I don't know. What are we doing here? Ross H. We'll be walking you guys through. Uh, <laughs> we'll be creating a platform. For local, all things local, basically. Yeah. Uh, local artists, local business owners, local products, uh, and just trying to create an outlet for you, Ex- the listeners, to start to find ways to uh, get more involved in the community, as well as uh, different happenings and events going on in the area. Yeah, there's a lot. Like, I just, just a different... Uh the different avenues for all artists to actually express themselves. We really want to look at kind of where the title came from um, was the thought that, you know, there is, there's no such thing as art, only artists. And that's kind of what we're delving into with this. You're not actually seeing the art on here, obviously, because you're just listening to us. And not just limited to art. We'll be getting into a lot of local comedy, local um, music. music, and which is art in of itself. I mean, it's certain. Any people. form of visual art. Yes, exactly. Um, We're going to have weekly guests. Yep. Uh, each one is going to be a featured local uh, artist of some sort. Um, yeah, so with that said, uh, I'm Tommy. I'm Ross. We are local pseudo-artists. Yep. Giving our go at podcasts. Yeah, we goes. See this... See this through. We've been talking about it, and I think it's time to jump on it, and that's what we're doing. So today's show, we're going to be reviewing a beer from the Lion's Tail Brewery, which is out of Nina, locally crafted. Yes. What's it called? It's not you, it's me, which is actually the thing my ex-girlfriend said to me before. Sounds like a a song from an emo band. Yeah, it does. It sounds like a real- like fun, a, It sounds like a new Fun Glory song. Yeah, a Fun Glory song. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, so it's this not is uh, you, it's me. This is an IPA, correct? Yes, an IPA. Ugh. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> not a big IPA drinker. You're already saying terrible I'm pouring. I am here. terrible at pouring here. Wait, here, I'm let me gonna, pour it. All right, you pour that. I'll give you some. Info we found out it. Ross is. Uh, we picked up a growler. It's uh, 32 ounces. 
Uh, pretty cool can art. I, I like the can art. Yep, it's their logo. Yep, um, and then they just throw a sticker on there. What? So this is called is. a Jammy IPA. It's five point three percent ABV. I don't know. There's always letters afterwards. Do you guys? Do you know what that means? Alcohol by volume. Uh, I don't think so. I don't. That's maybe. I, I think. What, what <laughs> a, so last night on that screen, all those beers had like HBU. HBU. Yeah, uh, what does that mean? Hops How about you? Unit? Hops by unit. Who knows? Yeah. Because those are skunkier beers. Skunkier? There yeah. was a lot of IPAs. So last night we went uh, we went and checked out the Stone Cellar. Yeah. Yep. Stone Cellar. Or uh, no, no. The, sto- uh, the Stone Arch. Was the Stone b- Arch. Right. The Stone yep. Arch. Um, below the Comedy Club in Appleton in the Flats. Uh, it was my first time eating there. It was ex- excellent. Yeah, amazing food, actually. Um, a lot of locally sourced food, a really nice menu. Uh, pretty heavily German-based, but, uh, you know, it stands to reason since brewing beer is one of their big things as well. I actually got to try some German uh, um, uh, noodles. They were... Uh, dumplings. Dumplings, <laughs> dumplings, actually. Well, I, I misread it when we... Like, I figured they would be kind of more noodlish because when I saw it, I was... Uh, Jaeger schnitzel it was, and it's on top of... What I what I misread is spaghetti, which is actually <laughs> spatzel. Spatzel. I was informed by my friend that knows a lot more about the culinary arts than I do. So the Jaeger schnitzel is a is basically a deep. It's, it's like a fried pork fritter. Serve. What was it served over the here? Spatzel? I, I got it right here. A uh, Neiman Ranch Berkshire pork cutlet tenderized. Breaded and fried with a creamy brown mushroom sauce, served over spaghetti <laughs> with fresh seasonal vegetables, and uh, it paired well with the stout, which is what I actually had. And the uh, vegetables were uh, Brussels sprouts, really well, like very well done. Um, those are actually something that um, I'm not too picky on, but um, they they can be done horrible, and those were those very very good. Good. Uh, I had an elk burger. Do you know if that was from the same farm? Uh, Navarino Farms. It all natural. Yeah, it's in Shyocton. Yep. Yeah. Um, elk and bison farm. So it's locally sourced elk. Uh, outstanding. Cooked medium. Um, I had that with the in-house six-grain mustard, which was insane. It was, it was so good. I, I, I could eat that mustard and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Uh, we had that with the scotch egg. Yeah, I was going to say this guy, um, because I had to try that um, same mustard with the scotch egg, and I think that's what made you, like, hey, can I get that on the burger, too? Yeah, just the the texture and the flavor all together uh, with the scotch egg. So that's uh, uh, pork-wrapped hard-boiled egg, and then it gets breaded and fried. A local free-range egg wrapped in sausage, breaded and deep-fried, served with our six-grain beer mustard. Yeah, that was, was... Excellent. Um, definitely highly recommended. The service was great. Uh, the guy was very knowledgeable of the menu. Yeah, he was cool. Uh, beers. So. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, we had the cheese curds. Yeah, I was going to say they're, uh, they're Wisconsin famous cheese curds. Um, apparently they won. I, I wish I would have done my research a little bit more on this, but that's what I would heard is they like were voted number one on like Wisconsin's cheese curds. And uh, they're handmade in Chippewa Falls. Uh wisconsin using um the 
Stone Arts uh, Scottish Ale, and then Serve, they have Ranch and Marinara. I tried it with both of them. They were good. But they were amazing just on their own as well. Yeah, They're, definitely not your typical cheese curd experience. Yeah, uh, no. There was a unique texture. They were very fluffy. To, yeah, they came uh, out cubes. Yeah. It was like, what? what is this? Lightly like, breaded. Yeah. My kid's been playing a lot of like Minecraft, so right away it made me think of that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, look at it. It's like little Minecraft cheese curds. <laughs> yeah, so definitely if you get a chance to uh, go down and check out uh, the Stone Arch, uh, they got all kinds of different beers. I tested, I tried the Pilsner, uh, kind of basic, but it was really good. It was their in-house brewed. Uh, what beer did you have? Do you remember? Um, it was one of their IPAs because I, I like IPAs. I'm a I'm one of those bearded idiots you see at breweries. Oh, yeah, a hipster? Yeah. You can't yeah, call hipster. hipsters idiots. Oh, That's racist. Okay. That's okay. It's politically incorrect. It's politically they incorrect. Have feelings too. I know they they have the most feelings actually. That's why <laughs> all of them. They took all the feelings and that's the skinny jeans. <laughs> it just contains the feelings there. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that brings us back around to this. Uh, it's not you. It's me, Jammy IPA. Yep. I'm not a big IPA drinker. Uh, it's light though. Kind of like a, a sourness to it. Um, this one is pretty good. This yeah. one's not too bitter. Uh, doesn't have that like lingering aftertaste. Well, it's got that juicy kind of like that, and that's the like what um, the IPAs I like that have yeah, more is, of a juicy, this, and that's what I figured jammy might yeah, mean. There's there's like a citrusy yep. citrusy flavor to it. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good beer. I like it. I definitely would recommend trying it over at the Lion's Tail and Nina. Um, I've been there a handful of times. They uh, they brew some pretty good beers. They had uh, like mold juice or something. I forget what it was. It was like these juicier IPA, I believe. And it, oh my god, it was amazing. Do you know the brewmaster over there? I do not. No, someone I've we'll heard, have to get in touch with. I yeah, yep. I don't know. Uh, that's one of the places. There's you see a lot of these breweries are having comedy shows right now, like um, the Appleton uh, Beer Factory. Sure. Um, they have uh, Bare Bones out in Oshkosh. You have the Fifth Ward out in Oshkosh. Um, actually, I'll be doing a uh, show. The Manasha that you do your open Yeah, um, yep. I do, I do an open mic night at uh, the Attic, actually. That's every uh, Monday. They open the place up at 6 o'clock. They have amazing, amazing uh, snack food you can go on um, and uh, some... Uh, some really good locally brewed beer there. Um, they just changed out their taps. I could not tell you offhand what they have, but um, it, it, just an amazing venue. The place is built for comedy. Like it's got this like brick wall for the backdrop with their like logo on it, and it's just it, it looks so cool. And I love like every every time going there on a Monday, I feel like we a lot of us comics get to uh, we we get to try out a lot of new stuff and it's it's cool to see when we get a little bit of an audience so we invite anybody to come down on mondays um the doors open at six o'clock and signups normally around for the comics interested or normally around or anybody who wants to try it because uh that's all i did I, I got i watched it and i had to try it and here i am and you, like, you have a co-host for that right yeah yep uh adam whitney um him and i co-host it and uh I think we, yeah, the sh actual show gets kicked off at 7.30. Uh, That's but yeah, every, every Monday? Every Monday. Every awesome. Monday. Cool. So check that out. Um, what else we got here today? Uh, let's see. Oh, so we went to the comedy show last night. 
Yeah, that was a lot of fun. A uh, couple local local comics uh, kicking the show off. A couple friends of ours. Uh, Jake Shane was uh, the host of the show. Who was uh, just actually recently moved to Twin Cities, but uh, and he's already doing his grind out there. There's open mics every night of the week, and he's hitting every one of them. He's doing a killer job. And he's from here. Yep, he was from around here, and just I when I started out, he he had been doing it a bit, and oh, he was one of the ones that really impressed me right away. Like he just yeah, he was very quick witted, yeah, hard, hard hard working too, great personality, yeah. super nice guy. Yep, he and he's just uh, very hard on himself. But um, I it's part of, it's part of the genius of it all, you know. Right. You can tell, like he really because because I think he gets so down on some of his stuff. Like it's amazing to see how how it forms. It's like oh, because to me it's like that's already amazing. Right. He'll double down and make it even better. It's sort of the and plight of the comic, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The the great catch twenty two. Yep. Speaking of, and then uh, so then Sean Patrick Moore was the <laughs> uh, what what spot was he in? He um that would be the uh, feature. Features, so yep. he was featured. Uh, yeah, he had a great set, got a lot of good laughs. Uh, he got kind of raunchy with his jokes yesterday. Some new material it was yeah, it was pretty funny. A great response. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. It was the late night show, so obviously I think the comics are gonna go with some of the raunchier stuff because they know you got a crowd that's uh, got a little more alcohol in them, willing to uh, willing to hear out. They're already out later at night, and a lot of people like that already have a little bit twisted minds. Let's be honest here. Um, and then the headliner. <laughs> The headliner was amazing. Who was the headliner? That was uh, Bobcat Goldthwin. Goldthwaite. Goldthwaite. <laughs> Twin. Goldthwaite. <laughs> so, so Ross clearly was paying attention last night. I was. I was. No, but Goldthwaite was amazing. He really was. So for those of you that don't know, the Skyline Comedy Club is right upstairs from the Stone Arch. Uh, so it was kind of cool just uh, skate right up there and catch the show and uh, have some more drinks there. Uh, I had a uh, creamsicle, frozen drink. It was amazing. It, it channeled my inner... Uh, inner child. Yeah, my inner... <laughs> the kid chasing after. My inner white girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I switched over and had the uh, um, the adult root beer float, which I got a spoon with. It was... And that comes with their root beer from downstairs then, too. I felt like you roofied me. I'm not going to lie. It was I, it was a date, I thought, because we went out to eat, and then we were going to see a comedy show. It was until you called it Spaghetti. Yeah, it stopped right there. Yeah, but Bobcat had a great set. Uh, it was yeah. a pretty intimate set. It was just... Stories. It was, yeah, it was mostly like uh, sto- sharing stories of his past, uh, his friendship with Robin Williams, and like... Uh, he was very open, uh, but it was just excellent all-around storytelling. Yeah. Uh, very funny set, very humble, down-to-earth guy, real cool. Took a, cu- a few couple really good jabs at Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah, it was totally it was, worth it. It was funny. <laughs> he even got to a point where he was like, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, was I like, didn't think there. I was going to say that, he said. <laughs> My favorite part, what he said, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's greatest talent was being Larry James' friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got a pretty good response. Yeah, there. He, uh, it was a great set. I think last night was his last last show in town. Yeah, uh, yep. For this run, but it was Me a good couple show. more good comics coming up there soon. Uh, yeah, there's Ryan was Knee Miller Knee Miler. Yeah, yep. That one from uh, yeah uh, from America's yep. Got Talent. Uh, yep. He'll be there uh, the second week of March, and Kelsey. Uh, I'll look it up. Yeah. 
No, but I, I, uh, there's also for those of you guys um, that don't know, uh, Skyline actually has an open mic as well on Wednesdays, and that one the doors open at six thirty, and show starts at seven thirty, and that one if you want to get on uh, to that show, make sure you show up before six thirty because that, there's normally a line of people that uh, that are waiting to get onto that list. I've I've been there. It's crazy. All right, uh, so next week we have Kelsey Cook. She's been on The Tonight Show and Comedy Central March 5th through 7th, and then uh, March 12th through 13th we have Ryan Nymiller. He uh, was on America's Got Talent. Uh, very funny. So, yeah, uh, shout out to our friends at Skyline. Yeah, for sure. Awesome venue. Seriously, it's... Uh, website SkylineComedy.com for any tickets, info uh, that you want to... Want to check out uh, Calendar? They have all their events on there. All right. So, what's next? Next, um, let's see oh. here. Uh, what about the I text? just clicked Talk away about from the text. It. Yeah. So, like, uh, actually, I just got the uh, opportunity to do an interview for the text. And so let's let's just do a quick intro on the text. Um, the text is a uh what is it, a, ma- a zine yeah uh, yep it's like it looks like a quarterly uh like published locally, free magazine yep uh run by our friend uh becky harrell uh it's, it's a resource that we're going to use pretty closely uh in relation to a lot of the events we're talking about um there's a lot of different bar information uh there's fish fry information. Yeah, they always have different stuff in they here. They have a live music lineup, happy hours, food and drink specials, uh, all kinds of different events that are going on in the area that you can check out. Uh, and then there's usually uh, some highlight articles on local establishments as well as local artists such as yourself. Yeah, like it was cool. I actually, because uh, I was talking to her kind of about uh, the podcast idea and she showed kind of interest. She actually asked uh, if I wanted to do an interview for the magazine. I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome, and uh, in hopes that we could, work, you know, work something out too with the podcast and everything. I know she, she actually asked to uh, be a guest sometime soon, so that might be down the road. Yeah, so we'll have to have Becky on here soon. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. I think, and she really supports a lot of the local scene. Like, it's just amazing the things that she does. Well, for, this area's been growing a lot, and yeah. there's kind of been a. a uh, a you know explosion of of uh, artists with the mile of music and bringing bringing a lot more musicians to the surface and uh, just create you know a lot more outlets for artists and uh, local people to to really get involved in the community and and give back. Um, there's a couple spotlights in here on on uh, like the Hawk's Nest and the Martini Bar Deja Vu. Uh, so then there's a spotlight on you. Tell us a little about that. Yeah, so, like, I was I, – I had actually influenza B, so I was at home, and, like, she hit me up about doing an interview, and I'm like, ah, I don't know if we want to meet in person, you know, and kind of talk about this because I'm sicker than hell. <laughs> but uh, she ended up – so we, we kind of just messaged back and forth and did an interview, and uh, real laid back, you know, and just asking questions about me getting into comedy and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, definitely pick it up. You can uh, – you can get them at most of your local uh, um, grocery stores, I believe. Most Quick Trips, um, Walgreens, uh, CVS, 
anywhere you'd see those little racks where they have the free uh like local uh local publications that would come out and uh yeah i just the opportunity was amazing it was cool to sit and uh i'm not going to read you the article or anything you uh pick but it up there, and check there, it out there is a fantastic picture of yeah this Ross <laughs> dressed up, painted beautifully as a, a woodland creature yes um <laughs> for the uh red red <laughs> nose and all yeah we had a um, a roast actually for Santa Claus. We did at ICU. That was really cool. Um, Sean Patrick Moore, one of the, uh, the comedian uh, that was there last night, um, was uh, played Santa. Wait, and so you guys didn't get the real Santa? No, we weren't able to. It was like he's yeah, pretty, he pretty booked, booked up. Yeah, like December man. Like he's he's booked up tight. Yeah. So he's got to let he he like allows things. Yeah. <laughs> Sean fits the mold. That's what I'm all I'm gonna say. A bowl full He's of a, jelly. A bowl, a bowl, that's uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, check out the text. Shout out to our friend Becky. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, so our guest today is a uh, a local artist. Um, actually, we'll have to edit this and cut it back. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to talk about these two the headlines. Yeah. So let's talk about that first. So uh, just some... Uh, Recent events, uh, kind of other things we checked out and uh, are looking forward to. Uh, the new Ghostbusters trailer came out recently. Yeah, that looks badass. Yeah, that's got uh, Paul Re- Paul Rudd and one of the kids from The Stranger Things. Um, it's like a two-minute trailer on YouTube if you want to check that out. Uh, comes out next summer. Uh, rumors have it that uh, the original, most of the original Ghostbusters are in the movie as well. So that'll be pretty neat. A um, couple other things that kind of stood out to us: the Deftones will be coming out with a new album this year. Finally, first album in four years. Uh, last I heard about it, it was currently being mixed. So, uh, sounds like spring they're shooting for a release date on that. Uh, also, uh, they came out with their own beer recently. It's called the Phantom Bride IPA. Uh, I haven't had the chance to try it. I think it's only available like out on the. The West Coast area. Yeah, a lot, there's. I've seen uh, bands actually do that when they go on tour and sure, only yeah. have the beer there. Iron like, Maiden they, has their own yeah, beer. Yep. Like that's cool. That's a that's fucking. Eventually, you'll see like the Cottonmouth Kings will get back together and tour and have their. <laughs> the, what the hell was that? It was like King Kush or something. Infused yeah. Beer. Yep. That oh, dude. That's. Uh, I know they have uh, in Red Rocks. They have this beer fest now, and I really want to go. Um, I th- my dad went to the other one. And uh, he said it was a blast, and uh, that was the big thing. I asked, "Was there any infused beer? You know, like that would be like cool as hell." Yeah, but there I had to be. Right? There, yeah, like it's. I I don't know. Like everything yeah. else is. Yeah, that's yeah, everything. Right? Yep. That's kind of a good segue. Uh, so one of the things that stood out, I guess, to us again, uh, we read that Illinois made nearly forty million uh, since legalizing uh, weed earlier this year, and yeah. a fun little fact that only three fourths of that. Three quarters of that is from Illinois residents. <laughs> I wonder where the rest are coming from. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of out-of-towners. Yeah. Yep. In town and business. Yep. Uh, and then just one more thing I wanted to mention that uh, Tool recently announced another round of U.S. tour uh, dates, and they'll be stopping back through in Madison uh, in June. And then uh, Lamb of God and In Flames... Uh, is there another? There's another band on that ticket too. 
Uh, re- they recently announced tour dates, and they'll be stopping through Green Bay at the Rush Center. So, yeah, just a few things that kind of stood out there. Wanted to just talk about, I um, guess that brings us to our guest today. Yeah. Uh, who is he? Who is this guy? Who do we book for today? Who is this guy? All right. So our guest today is a local artist. His name is Jeremiah Howard. Uh, he's a local painter, abstract expressionism. Uh, he's been in the business for about 10 years. He ha- ha- uh, hails from the Appleton area. Uh, and he's one of the feature artists for the Oshkosh Art Walk uh, this month. Um, that is March 7th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. in Oshkosh on Main Street, as well as uh, being a featured artist for the entire month uh, with an exhibit set up at the art collective called Jambalaya down in Oshkosh. Not Uh, very far. Yeah, real close. uh, So, Jeremiah, welcome to the show. Hi. Pleasure to be here. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. Good. uh, Sounds like you guys have been busy. Yeah, doing doing uh doing our research, kind of as we were going into this. As more and more, should. we looked into it. Like just the whole idea started out like with the local artist thing, and it was like you know let's keep this shit local. It's yeah, we really uh, wanted to just create a platform to really like create another outlet for our community to have a resource to find out information and exposure for artists and artisans and and you know. Nice. And spandex, as you said, <laughs> I did. That's badass. And, oh, uh, I applaud that. I, good on good. you. Good on you both. Thanks. So, um, so what do you do? Try not to get killed. Yeah, navigating everyday life. Yeah, um, right. I, don't we all? As far as my art, is that the question? Um, as far as in general, what do you do? What do you like to do? What I, you know, what, what what makes you Jeremiah? And then uh, from that, what? What makes you want to create what you create? What makes me Jeremiah is mostly mental, sure, or lack thereof, depending on because that makes you where you're it makes you like the rest. Yeah, of no, us. I don't know. I mean, I, I I work full time. You know, I got a gig. Bills got to get paid and all that stuff. Sure, but, um, that's that's not where my heart lies. You sure. know what I mean? That's that's not what I'm passionate about. So you'll be taking some steps in the next few months to. To pursue your art a little bit more in depth and Absolutely. take it to another another level, if you will, a, a oh. larger market, a more conducive area to always looking for to grow and expand more exposure. That's kind of what it boils down to. Sure, with yeah. the, with the intention of obviously being able to invest more of your self and time into into your art and less into the machine. Correct. Absolutely. Right. Um, without all of me in it, it will never be fulfilled do you mind if we say where you're gonna head to uh where you're um no it's on the radar we can talk about that you're talking about the twin cities area sure yeah yeah i uh some dear dear friends over there and they've been there for about two two three years now and and they recently bought a home and that's where they're kind of setting up shop sure they have a spare room and they're they're pretty tied into the the industry there as well yeah they're she's an art teacher Okay. And she's still, I, I believe she's still working on her master's. You can do this, Tana. You got it. Um, love them both. Met them in the art department at UW Fox. And over the years, they've become just, like I said, dear, dear friends. Um, 
and they they told me to come on over. They said Excellent. I got that I got that spare room and um, they're a half hour out of the Twin Cities. Well, that's a really good opportunity. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly why I decided yeah. to, you know, try to make that a well, thing. Right on, and good for you, man. Thank that's you. cool. Thank you. Um, so, you know, there's 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 areas around here I could try to get to, but I think overall with the whole just kind of getting up and going yeah that that's that's gonna allow me to cleanse more of what i need to cleanse well, and you, you've you know been around I mean? the valley here for a while you, i have you've, we've been to the the art like talked about like the like probably art in the park and stuff like that you know where i do what i can when i can yeah yep and just like with every other aspect of my life it's been a roller coaster you know you got yeah. you got your ups and you got your downs and it, it never really seems to ebb and flow at a smooth pace um so i haven't been as active as i could be should be would absolutely love to be yeah um but active no right, i hear but that's that kind of coming back around and and like getting big again for you right it's well it is it part. is I, I got a pretty good gust of wind in my sails at the moment i mean sure what a hell of a way to start the month of march um right. as of today i'm three years sober there's congratulations that. Good job. You, man um not a drop cheers to that Yep, That's you guys, I got coffee, I got coffee, I'm good. Um, None of these fancy IPAs for you. Mm-hmm. Ah, never liked them anyway, too bitter, <laughs> too bitter. Um, Tommy's like choking us down, it's it's okay. I heard they get better when that's you let them I, get to room temp. Oh, that's why, <laughs> the Germans, that's the way they Stare drink at them. it for a while, it'll, it'll get where it needs to yeah. be. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 because of all that I just said with, with the whole up and down roller coaster thing, like I kind of got to pick and I got to be picking, picky and choosy. Yeah with venues and events and, sure. and whatnot and a majority of my work um it's big it's bulky you know and yeah it's i, I like that though that's what's it, cool about it yeah we had, a, chan- we had a chance to <laughs> go and, and like look at his art before the exhibit set yeah. up and uh kind of review some of it and ask questions about it and uh yeah there's definitely some sizable pieces in there yeah and believe it or not i actually just i want to go bigger man like there's nothing dude, wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, nothing wrong. Sky's yeah, limit. Go big or go right. home. Like yeah. everybody loves Banksy, right? Look at his pieces. Yeah. Those not small ones. I would love to have a wall, right? an entire building. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> dude, just driving around night. here, there's so many old buildings that they're probably going to tear down, and right. I, just, I see them, and I'm like, oh man, just let me do. Give me a week. On yeah, Give me right. one week and some primer, and yeah. I'll take care of the rest. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I. I got some work showing right now, which is good. It's it's been a hot minute since I actually put put some stuff out there and yeah, shook some hands and met some new people and well, and that I, that comes all comes like 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 Tommy said, all being involved in the machine. So speaking of that, right. um, What do you do outside of this? Like, what's your job? Uh, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> do we have to uh, pass? Can we pass? Can we pass? <laughs> um, no, I I I work at a joint. I it's. You don't have to say the name. I, I wasn't. No, going you don't. To. It's just explain kind of what you do. Um, We're not saying where we work. Manufacturing. Yeah. Manufacturing. Sure. Yeah. 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 The, you know, pretty big in the area. Um, so, yep. I think that's pretty relatable. It's, it's hopping right now, at least where yeah. I'm at. That's for damn yep. sure. So, sure. So, I mean, so, it's better to have too much work than not enough, right? So, before we launch into getting to know you as an artist <clears throat> and, uh, and get a little bit more um, personal with it, uh, you want to kind of tell us, you know, what kind of stuff you've done in the past, like had exhibits, uh, you know, where a lot of your your um, drive and interest and, and passion came from and where you learned a lot. And Places I've shown work. I, I have a little shop downtown Appleton. She's She's been both kind and gracious via sure. 
sharing her space. Um, I off and on in Madison for a little while there. My work was very well received in Madison. Um, I moved a lot of pieces. I, I got a lot of exposure. It was good. Um, but then my Madison people <laughs> moved. And so that kind of fell off a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know, man. I've, I've shown mostly local. Um, not So nothing outside the state yet? Uh, I, I have pieces in minnesota as we speak okay um working on getting them somewhere sure uh, a few good leads but it's hard to just jump up and drive five hours away right all the time you know right um i do have some work in uh i have a piece in indianapolis um i donated to i have family down there and okay. th- their kids school was doing this big charity fundraiser and my aunt said hey you want to donate some work i said hell yeah and i did one specifically for that Packaged it up, Excellent. mailed it down there, yeah. and uh, my aunt said it got great reviews, and there was a young lady there, one of the students, she was only like 14, 15, just absolutely fell in love with it, and her parents got it, so it like sold. Very good. But yeah, cool, well, cool. and that's, and it went to charity, and I'm not above that. Like, I've done a few different things, you know, right. ha- Habitat well, for Humanity does a thing every yeah. year. That's sort of one of the things we kind of want to highlight in, in as far as our community, you know, uh, the outreach and people branching yeah. out to I mean there's there's to, stuff to going have on. more of an impact you yeah. know aside from just in the community yeah um cool we're awesome. proud of our locally grown uh, celebrities like we were talking about William Defoe kind of before we got kicked off with the show yeah I don't know I heard though? I heard he resents Appleton I heard he he doesn't like I'm it, not yeah. sure though he, maybe he got older maybe, I don't yeah. know yeah I'm not maybe sure he'll hear this podcast something and reach yeah. out and let you know yeah maybe, but hey, dude, you know, maybe we're always Appleton you we're we'll always you welcome to have somebody from the community on the <laughs> yeah, show exactly. that's for sure yeah. yeah so where did you get started doing art what uh, um, what kicked it off for you art in the sense. Of like what I'm particularly active in right now. Yeah, when you knew that when you weren't working the machine that you wanted to be creating uh, art, that you want to be <coughs> actively. I've always been inclined since I was a kid, but it was when I, I went back to school. I had a pretty good paying job. I got laid off, um, kind of laid low for a couple of weeks. And I said, you know what? I, I got I to gotta make a move here. I got to take a step. So I went over and I talked to Gallet. UW Fox and I got enrolled and I was like history is awesome I love it let's let's check that out so I went as a history major and took an intro drawing course my first semester as soon as I walked in I was like yeah <laughs> yeah this this is I, I like, like UW Fox I, like I went this. there for cool. I, yeah I was there for a while too that's actually where we met um, it's a nice campus dude they it's, create a really good environment yep. for artists and they got uh, some they got some faggily and staff that really really give a shit you know what i mean yeah sure. yeah um, that's what i ran into too all walks of life they all different backgrounds and whatnot did you, but did you have ed's dad there i did yeah, yeah that was great this okay so it's this like british dude and like he was like um oh, what was his name malcolm yep. yeah malcolm allen um <laughs> professor malcolm allen he's an amazing man he taught uh english and uh I got to take a course with him, and he was hard. I had written so many papers, A papers in high school, and I was pretty confident in my writing abilities. And I went to him, and he he was giving me, like, Cs, and I'm just like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa what do I do here? You know, like, this, he was so astray. He'd come in, like, last minute, and, like, his hair would just be all over the place, and he's, he had, like, the patches, you know, on his elbows and shit, on his nice 
uh, blazer or whatever. Classy, and, like yeah, very classy, you know, I and like he'd come that. in, but just in a rush with this thing, and he'd tell these dry jokes, and I'd laugh. I, I thought they were hilarious. <laughs> but, like, the whole class just, like, kind of just, like, I don't know. They, they didn't get it. Like, I just thought he was hilarious. And, like, definitely if you uh, – um, his son too, like that we we grew up with. He was definitely chip off the old block with some of that stuff. <laughs> but anyways, back to the subject at hand. <laughs> yeah, that was just a teacher I remember at UW Five. You, You're gonna have to deal with my ADD. Yeah, on, get used on, to Ross France. Yeah, uh, it's yep. take, taking me a while that's, to adjust. That's, to, that's, but, uh, if I'm not, sometimes mis- you just gotta let it run its course. He's got that's a nice beard. It's cool. Um, if I'm not mistaken, UW Fox is a two-year extension campus. Yeah, I think Gen- they have some generally four-year programs that they work with other campuses on. Um, so, either one of those you want. I I spent seven seven semesters, six, three and a half years. Okay, sure. Um, mostly in the art department. Um, I stumbled at first. <laughs> it's not cool. I was I was older when I went back to school. I was almost thirty. You know, I was yeah. twenty-nine. Um, so I was kind of freaking out those first few weeks. I'm like, what the? Yeah, right. Yeah, being around um, a bunch of younger kids and still trying to find your identity. And well, and, and honestly, when I went in there, I, I finding my identity. That's eventually what that culmination of time sure. led to. Right. But I didn't go into it going, all right. I need to figure out who I am. It was more of a, I got to figure out what to do. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, that's an interesting point. So uh, I went through that as well. Like I said, uh, like I said, I went in as a history major. Yeah, yeah. My sister's got a history major, and she does art. Like that's what's I, I, I think because <laughs> you can I, like that's how it all. Well, started. and that's the thing about college nowadays, right? Like a good portion of the people pursue majors that are picked out for them that they think uh, they have to. Yeah, do, yep. that they feel uh, glued to. Uh, I'm really good at math, so I got to go this way. Yeah, right. Not necessarily the case, man. Yeah, well, (laughs) and and there's a certain percentage of people that are willing to kind of pursue their goals and their dreams and themselves uh, more willingly, you know. Yeah. uh, That that hold that more valuable than having to have your life laid out for you. And uh, I learned very early on that don't you dare lay my life out for me, you know. Right, right. Probably realized it before I kind of leveled off with how to wrangle it and, and and maintain it. Right. But I mean, I was 15 years old, and I was like, "Yeah, it's not what I want, though." You know sure. what I mean? Gonna... But see, so some of these things they happen for reasons, right? Uh, oh, yeah. if you'd have stayed a history major, I mean, yeah, maybe you'd have jobs. I'd have security. finished high school. Where would I be? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I get it. Right. And, and you're absolutely right. You're spot on with that. Um. So, what was the? I guess the point. After, so you're in you're in college. You're in UW Fox. You're in the art department, right? You've made the transition. Would you like to hear what, like how that came about? Well, you said you took a drawing class, right? Fell in love with it. I'd been I was laid off of work, right? So I had all the time in the world to come in early and work on. I learned early on, like if if you want to get good at this and you want your professors to not only notice your work but pass you <laughs> you gotta produce man you gotta produce sure. you gotta put yeah. yourself into it um and that like and that's what i did and you know frank came up to me about halfway through the semester and gave me a nudge he's like you're not brand new to this are you i was like not really drawing 
No, sure. I wasn't. Oh, uh, like graphite? We switched mediums like every two weeks or so. Okay. Um, so we did graphite, we did Conte, we did pastels, um, ink, mm-hmm. um, all kinds of stuff. What was um, uh, what was your favorite? Conte. Conte? Oh, Conte. Yeah. I fell in love with Conte. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's, I, It has that, that sound, uh, just Conte. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Conte. <laughs> um, it's, it's cool stuff, So just a quick explanation for people it's, that aren't very It's oriented. like a crayon-ish okay. thing. They come in these little square uh, yeah. sticks. Um, but it's not made of wax, right? <sighs> haven't used it for a minute. It's, um, it's like... It's, Waxy, kinda, but it's almost if, like a. If you took a pastel and a piece of chalk and a crayon and made them do their thing, and then okay. something was produced, sure, it would be Conte. Sure, from what I recall, let me let me use it again. Been a while, huh? Yeah, it yeah. has. Um, it was like a thicker chalk. Yeah. All right. Um, well, like, like primarily crayon. comes in like three three colors, three shades, whatever. There's a black, white, and there's like a like a like a rusty kind of orange. Sure. Um, if you get good at it. And even more so if you conquer it, which I met a few folks who had when I was over there, um, it really makes just amazing, amazing drawings, dude. And yeah. When you're all about texture. I, with my paintings, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're like te- uh, different well, and textures like with and stuff and layering. And stuff like that. But yeah, I mean. And with that, you can layer really well. You can. Yeah. You can, and it's erasable. You, you know, I, I remember when I oh, saw someone nice. using an eraser shit incorporating yeah. it <laughs> not to remove right. drawing but to add to the drawing i was like you know that that's that's how a lot of my shit comes about it's just like duh <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like there's just i don't know but um no conte was awesome conte was good i really liked conte but i mean pastels i if i recall correctly past we finished the semester on pastels and i was really really liking the pastels so in my second semester drawing course which was with Judith this time instead of Frank. Okay. Um, she wanted us to do a series, um, multiple pieces, all correlating, relating, whatever. Um, and I, I just picked right back up with the pastels. And like I said, I, I stumbled, man. <laughs> I was like, production was low. It was, it was elementary at best. Like I wasn't, I didn't get good with them and then say, let's do a series. I just said, Hey, I remember these just use these yeah um and yeah it took her she might not call it this but she scolded me she sat me down a and gave me under a ass. stern little talking to more like a boot to the ass and then yeah. a crack of the whip um in a very good way though like and see that's 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 from uh, that minute on i respected her so much more as i still do today and and i was like you're absolutely right that's a teaser doing their thing right absolutely uh, absolutely helping you recognize your potential absolutely Absolutely, and and you know what's cool is down the road seeing you. Well, where and you frustration. Are. She she had a student who wasn't producing. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean. But um, yeah, man. I so mean, what what can I ask? What she the was moment, a good push for the me. moment you knew, like, hey, this is this is going to be a major part of my life for the rest of my life. Hanging out in like studios and making art, or are are we like specifically to the painting yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just, just at art, what point? Yeah. yeah, what point did you like realize? I, like that I art, said, um, in some form or another, was going to be a large way in through your life that you express yourself. I always knew deep down inside that I wasn't an office dude. I wasn't a cubicle dude. 
hell, I'm not even a manufacturing dude, but it's a paying gig. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, you do what you I, I got into cooking a while back and I got good at it real quick, you know? Um, and that's an art in itself. It is. And an ever expanding realm. Uh, no, man. I mean, I always knew that I just had something, my own shit going on. Sure. Beat of his own drum, whatever you want to call it. Um, but art, like I said, when I f- walked into that drawing course at UW Fox and I, I spent that first day, we just hung out in the studio all day, I just smelling it, you know, touching yeah. it. It doesn't matter where you go, you're going to get dirt on you. Something's great. It's, it's grimy, but it's beautiful. You yeah, know what I right, mean? And right. I, and I, I just, spent some time in there and yeah, the, uh, the atmosphere is definitely... It's uh, something. It's it's a very creative and flowing atmosphere. Welcoming. It's busy. It's bustling, but it's it's producing. And it's you know? an area. It's, it's an area for you're in a garden as the things create, are growing. Yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely, and 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 they're surrounded by people who want to create and who want you to create, and uh, you know through any medium possible, right? So a fantastic atmosphere that until I got there, I had never really been in sure yeah especially for prolonged periods of time yeah sure. like that and that's important like when you're looking at your art form like for me like just hearing that like for me that's the open mics like that's like right like going being around right. these it's other like your workshop people you know? yep like, exactly so, i mean i've definitely been part of that being being a set builder and stuff and yeah like, having access to yeah, a, a workshop man. where you can where you can build as large as you want right and, and let you let your imagination really come into play. Yeah. But not not only that, have the access to the tools you need to do so. Right. And uh, and you know, I think part of it for me, the part of it is the fun of not necessarily having full access to what you need to do the job easily. I like getting creative with it. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and that's I think, how ingenuity starts to sprout. I and- think that is an aspect of art too that comes into play because it kind of creates its own thing mm-hmm. as as you're the catalyst to put it together right absolutely um so i guess that'll bring me to the question um so your style you said is uh abstract expression okay and you want to give us a brief definition of this uh yeah i can actually read you a textbook esh definition if you'd like all right that's what i'd prefer to do all right and, uh, <laughs> for those who are unfamiliar this should so i do now i just want to say um this beer yeah, i, I enjoy yeah i really do like this is very very smooth for an ipa like uh definitely has that that citrusy taste to it um I'm putting it down like nothing, but I also have dry mouth from the locally sourced CBD that we had earlier, <laughs> um, and I really feel that uh, this is hitting the spot definitely with that. It pairs well. Yeah. It pairs very well. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind it. I'm about halfway through my glass. Um, I'm already pouring like like my third, I think. It doesn't have it a It is very, a big can. It's <laughs> not a very like bitter citrus aftertaste. It's uh it's more of a, f- a sweeter aftertaste so the 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 flavor no I'm good. Thank you. The flavor after uh it doesn't really like 
sour, you know. It no, just kind of it's just a t- there yeah. nice. It's a, it's like a nice uh, orange undertone. Because I've had some sours that are just way too sour. Sure, like they just like they, I had they one made with pineapple that I fell in love with. Yeah, the, um, that's, <laughs> oh, there's a couple. There's, yeah, uh, there's Blue Bomber. Yeah, Blue Bomber is actually. Uh, that's, I think that's that's a Fox Valley Brewery. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So that's a local beer. Uh, that one's the really Fox good. River Brewery. Uh, I'm not super big into fruity beers. Like I said, uh, I'm more of a pilsner. Yeah, yep. PBR. Yeah, I can have high life kind of guy. Yep. Uh, but still local, still local. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's ideally, right? Really, yeah. <laughs> Rooted locally at least. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. Uh, you so know. local, they don't even need born on dating. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way All right, to go. so. Uh, yeah, what do you got for this? Abstract Expressionism from the glossary of my art book. Um, Abstract Expressionism derived from abstract art, which finds meaning and value in the forms and colors of art rather than in its subject matter. Ab-X champions the power of the subconscious to express itself through automatic painting via the creation of involuntary shapes and drips of paint. Hmm. So that that and that's a very good explanation of what real, he does. Real quick, uh, give <laughs> us you. just give us a layman's term summary um, of uh, what it is. I don't to you. focus on composition. Like I don't go and do it. Okay, this is going to be a house with a tree and yeah, a pond. Yeah, not a lot of definitive no. lines. I but, but, just start slapping paint on there and I, okay. I move it around and I I use all kinds of different tools, primarily palette knives, drywall knives. Sure, the, the bigger the better. Um, well, and you use a lot of different mixed mediums too. Yeah, whatever I can get my hands on this well, day and age. To yeah, be that's cool with you. though. I mean, to like to, to be able to expand o- always yourself. Always in scavenger mode. You bet, man. You got ten cans of paint in your garage. You don't want. You hear yeah. that world? Got paint? I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, and if you and got yeah, spare paint, remember that stains that I still haven't learned quite how to incorporate into it. But I'll figure it out. Don't right. worry about it. You know. Right. Some technique or something. Um, yeah, and and texture, man. It's all about like texture and mark making. Um, I'm, I'm loyal to the artist oil paint. However, they are not fiscally <laughs> what I'm looking for at the moment. Right, um, right. but that's, again, that kind of goes back to what I was talking to, uh, to talking about, uh, with building, mm-hmm. right. And, and not necessarily having access to the things that would necessarily make a job easier. Right. Uh, but part of the fun comes with figuring out different ways Absolutely. to, to get to a point where you want to get to with it, and it kind of gives, it gives the piece that you're working on uh, a personality of its own. Absolutely, kinda, you know. And your workshop gets an air of laboratory thrown into it. You sure. Know? And, and you diversify yourself, right? You know, and and you learn how to adapt and overcome, right? And yeah, absolutely. Um, like 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 I was saying, like with the artist oils, I don't have to concern myself necessarily with adding things to get texture because that stuff's so thick. All I got to do is put more paint on. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but otherwise, I'll I'll use whatever I got to use. I bust a glass, screen, sand, rocks. You know, paper, shredded paper. I love shredded paper. That that's a good one. I'll sure. use it a few times, but. Yeah, some of your pieces it definitely works. have unique. Uh, it works. Unique look to them in the sense that even from far away, you can see the 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 texture stands out. 
Yeah. Would you say that you see it far away and it kind of draws you in? Yeah, exactly. That was a lot of the pieces. Like I set up and I was. Well, and it's interesting (laughs) because you get drawn into like a certain area. But then you step back because of the size of some of them. Yeah. And you get the full effect again. Those. It's uh, it's almost like two different experiences on a piece. Changes the composition. Right. Those two paintings that you had that were like what you said, like brothers. The, yeah, the red, right. the red and the blue. Yeah, like and th- that's a definitive, like what you see immediately when you look at it. Like, right. oh, there's, oh, there's a lot of blue. Oh, there's a lot of red. Oh, but like, you look at each piece individually. Like, what is that texture? Yeah, like, oh my god, like just each piece has such a unique thing. But like, when taking a step back and just looking at them from a distance, you can tell them two p- paintings were like this. It's the same size, same like, just it, you can tell right. that they were made right like, the same like right in the same time similar uses i'm glad yeah. i got you so mentally fired up yeah well that's, it was cool i i loved it like that, I, that's yeah. where it comes from for me so when people receive it that way that, yeah. that just means at least between you and i i i did it right i put those two next to each other like i it, like i don't i don't know what you guys you'll have on. to point them out that's <laughs> <what> <laughs> which ones they are but um yeah i mean the swamp one Swamp water. Yep. And you really like that one, don't the you? Other yeah, really, yep. The other we'll one was really. Yeah. The other one was red. The other one was red. It was very red. The red was brother it? of swamp water. Yeah, the red brother. Yeah, exactly. Was it the skeletal figure one? Oh, yeah. I was think. I, yeah, I think it had the white. Yeah. yeah. Like, because um, of the, the yeah, white, yeah. white yeah. reactions. Yeah, it was yeah. the Terminator one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dissipating physicality is yeah. what I call that one. Yeah, wow. that's. Thanks, man. Like that's a, <laughs> I can't. I mean that. Those were both cool. That's paintings. what it's they, about. But they have, both have such unique, like, like because you and the I did not process see, pops out right away. Yeah, but and like just immediately, like I say, from a distance looking at them both, you can totally tell. But like if you went and looked at them individually, they're both are mo- they're very much an individual picture. Um, and, and and when you explain them and what like what you see in them, like the swamp, definitely. Ross uh, likes what goes on in my head. <laughs> he really like, likes it. <laughs> it intrigues me. It always has, and that's what this Good. is all about: is yeah, figuring exactly. out Good. what's in the head of the artist. Not right. like you know, the art itself is amazing. Well, if you come up with like, something, let me know. <laughs> there's no such thing as art. There's only artists. Right. None of that. And, it would all be ideas if you had yeah. taken what was in your head and, and put it forward on in, in one way or another, right? You know, same thing applies to words, and that's why they call words thought fossils. Thought fossils. Yeah, I learned that not too long ago. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And, well, it's, and it's, I, I, I'm not going to sway. I'm still kind of stewing on that. There's no such thing as art, only artists. Yeah. Um, It, it clicks with me. Yeah. But I, I think at this point that's just because I'm I'm open. I'm open and inviting to whatever is coming towards right, me. Right, perspective, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And see, I've always think wondered. globally, not locally. I've always wondered if, like, like I, I thought this I one night, watch I was watching a, um, Roger, or a David Gilmore DVD, right? And it was like, right. I mean, he, he's just, he's up there and he's playing these masterpieces that he's written and he's, effortlessly and and at one point i remember thinking like what if the art exists on another dimension that we can't physically comprehend because of our limits as, yeah, as human that, beings yeah, that's exactly and what, it what is. if it exists and then we are the catalysts that transpose it through into the three-dimensional world right 
Yeah. Yeah, it was a heavy thought. I had a lot of CBD that's, that night. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, but right. that's, that blew my this, mind. And this is, I mean, this is that's mind's eye third eye. Right, yeah, existentialism. <laughs> no, stuff but right well, there. Yeah. And, and in all honesty, for me, what it boiled down to was: there's no way this guy just c- came up with this. Yeah, exactly. This was, this was, this is more complex. Divine than like, intervention. Oh, I just had eggs, and look yeah. what I thought of, and then playing the solo from comfortably hey, numb. Hey, two <laughs> different things you know I mean? for different people, man. Yeah. So. No, right, right, <laughs> right. We all, but but it all comes from some place, is what yep. I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, and, and I guess in my train of thought that night was, is there actually is there a place, and are we the catalyst that bring it through to, you know, you know that's the question, man. So that's kind of I guess what we're hoping to explore here because we're surrounded by it, you know. Yeah. That's that's. So would you say then using mixed mediums and stuff like that is kind of is kind of. Uh, your own extension and like subdivision of abstract expressionism. No. Well, and I might be misinterpreting your question. Style? It it started as necessity, and now I just I'm all about it, man. Well, just because of material, right? Like what you could get and like what you could well, work and, with. And like I, I say, man, I'm I'm always in scavenger mode. Yeah. I like I stretch my canvas on I I repurpose windows instead of stretcher bars. Yeah. Like, yep. I thought that was really cool too. Let me let me kind of rephrase it. So I was listening to this podcast yesterday, and this dude is a scientist, and he was talking about how like most scientists don't get famous because they're part of a bigger picture. Um, so the work that they do is is still contributing right but it's to a bigger picture um so they've brought something to their specific science okay uh what do you feel about your style that kind of is added to the expansive definition of what makes abstract expressionism holy shit man um (laughs) i wouldn't say that my using the textures i do in my work is like a, a me thing or my thing sure because they've been doing it forever man right specifically but i think but, it boils down to the way i do it the, right. the vision i put into it and in the end product that i create sure and, and, and that that's my brainchild every single piece i create is is my baby is my yeah, child it's part of you and that's why i've not sold pieces in the past hurting artist or not man if i don't think it's going to a good home yeah. i reserve the right to say yeah eh, sure i'd rather not yeah. you know what i mean like it is what it is but makes sense um i don't know i i i just like when i i draw and when i paint it is literally opposite ends of the spectrum sure yeah when i draw i'll give myself a migraine and i'll erase it 70 1700 times just to get it right one little line whatever I'm, I'm a perfectionist i'm a realist look at any of my still life drawings you'll see what i'm talking about yeah um that's why i think when i found painting that was like i've been trapped in this giant house and oh my god there is a back door <laughs> you know and <laughs> yeah. i kick it open and i run out screaming and i tear off my shirt and i'm i'm like a pig and shit you know what i mean yeah. and i'm like look at all this stuff so much room for activities yeah. that kind of thing um and like I said, it started as necessity. And now I'm like, hell yeah, because it just it allows me to broaden my spectrum. Sure, you know what I mean. I feel like you need to make a piece now called uh, "Pig and Shit." 
I will. Just like for that's you. Just, just all brown. Just like smeared all over. Brown and pink hues. Brown and, yeah, just like little speckles of other shit in it and stuff. Like You want pick and shit, bro? I will get you pick and shit. <laughs> so, no. so that kind of leads me, I guess. AKA I, I self-portrait. One question that I don't want to get away, too far away from, but I have another question. Kind of Ask away. I got, of, I got all day, man. what you said. Um, um, I mean, I lost About it About textures? Uh, I can't remember the. F- so, what kind of what what made you decide that our abstract expressionism was your your style of the, art? The direction I was going to head. Yeah. Um, what appealed to it about you? What what drew you in about that? At the time, I was only using artist oil paints, and if I sound like a broken record, so be it. They're expensive, you guys. Come <laughs> on. Um, I was in school. Uh-huh. Um, I had dabbled in painting up until then, whatever. We did a painting project in a 2D design course. And I was like, hell yeah, I like this. So I signed up for the painting class. Took that course. And the last three pieces we did that semester, um, I broke away from traditional brush and, and easel and all that stuff. And I went big and I went thick as shit thick as i could get it yeah and I, right and i was all palette knife right it's kind of like what happens if we go balls out this way right exactly dude like like dang. what's stopping me nothing like might as well try it see what happens they were all bigger like up until then it was all assignment we were doing sketches from still lifes and they were all like one by one pieces and too detailed i was painting and drawing yeah right and like i said i get and it, and it, and it kind of threw me off a little yeah. bit but then like i said those last three pieces and they were all big and Third to last was big. The next one went a little bit bigger and bolder. And then that v- one of the very last, I think it was the last one, uh, big four by four. Oh, my God. And the colors that sprouted out of that thing last minute, like, I was just filling in my negative space. And I'm like, I don't want to put, like, all this other stuff. Yeah. Like she wanted still life. That's what she gets. And then I just color and just slash marks and all this. And I was like, hell, yeah, I really liked it. Then I left for Alaska for my summer gig, right? Mm-hmm. All our student work was hanging in the gallery. And when I got back, she told me, she goes, hey, there were, there were folks down here from UW-Madison. I don't recall if they were like some student, some professor, whatever. But they saw that particular painting, and they were like, holy shit, you, you got students here like doing stuff like this? And when I got back, I got right into painting. I was like, I just had to get it out of my system. Uh, some of it worked out, some of it didn't. But I just palette knife and thick and just started playing around and rough and crude at first but i knew i was like all right all right i I know i can i can tame this or at least get it to come close like two socks man like just just come take this beef jerky out of my fingers you know what i mean we'll be friends um and then i got back for the second semester of painting as soon as i could and uh she said yeah what do you want to do and i said i just want to you know push a little depth in space I just want to lay it on kind of thick. I'm going to go all palette knife, and I just I just, I want to work bigger. And she's like, yeah, hell yeah. All right, go for it. Cool. And, uh, like, we technically weren't supposed to, like, have ear uh, music in both ears in case she had lecture-type stuff going on. Sure. She wanted us to hear, but I always end up just jamming out the tunes and doing my thing, and, and she didn't really stop me. Like, once in a while, she'd be like, hey, come over here. I need you to help, whatever. Yeah. But... She would come running up once in a while, like, hey, have you heard of this guy? Or, or, or have you seen this this lady's paintings or something like that? And I'm like, no. And 
She'd run off. You'd hear her throwing stuff around in her office, dude. She'd come running over with a book. She's like, here, look at his stuff. Look at his stuff. Look, you know, and she was constantly just feeding me, feeding yeah, me. Yeah, like, how could you not me. want to be in that environment? So I yeah, just, that's so I just really... kept on I'm like, all right, rock on. Yeah. Here, yeah. Back to work. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. And I was, I was, I, I don't want to, and I don't mean offense. There were, there were like, I think seven of us advanced students in there. We were just kind of off to the side doing our thing. Um, Theirs were smaller than mine, almost all. Um, more That'll detailed, happen. more focused. They weren't just swinging for the fences and, and going for. Well, a long and run. I think that's part of where you kind of you kind of see the difference in that you had Different lived a little bit more life well, and that. experienced a little bit more things. Absolutely, you know. Uh, so you you weren't as reserved, right? So. There's a big difference between that. 29 rough, and dude. 18 or <laughs> 19 know? years old. You know? uh, oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Um, there's yeah. always common ground, but you see differences like that uh, when when you're when you're a teenager and you're still coming out of your shell versus when you're 29 and your shell's pretty hardened up at that point, you know? Yeah. So you uh, go back in the shell and harden that up? <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> Maybe yeah, harder. So, <laughs> so come out, you're like, fuck this. Yeah. Back in that shell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and then the older you get, the more you stay inside the shell. Yeah. It's a circle. You don't right? want to come out of the shell. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fuck, I, fuck totally. Man. Like I don't I'm not one for regrets, but the occasional I wonder or what if will pop into my head from time to time. But, and But would you be as inspired or no. as no. sure of No. You know, exactly. I I credit a lot of where I am as a person right now, um, more so as an artist, to the life I lived. And yeah, different places, different faces, you know, shaking hands, having laughs, trying new things, yep. new flavors, right. new smells, new... And it, it was a rough and tumble onslaught of... Just all the things that fuel emotion. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You, you take somewhere you went with your family when you were four years old and you, you haven't thought of it since and you catch one phantom whiff at the bakery one day and you're like, oh, and instantly you're transported back to that. Right. Music or does that a lot for me. Whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, and I, yeah. dude, I couldn't do what I do without music. Right. There's, yeah. I mean, I could, but it wouldn't it be. It wouldn't be the same. No, it, it would not because as an artist, I personally, I hold music like top of the list man and yeah i mean well i i think all all artists it's kind poetry of which i love each other in some way shape or form because well, yeah. i mean I, I can go to an art like gallery and really enjoy it and i never really grew up getting into art too much myself i've done a little bit my my family though was always very artistically talented and i just never i, I do like digital stuff like i, have, I enjoy I doing a that a few branches like, further back in the family tree that yeah i got some artistic yeah branches. and it's cool to see that my I, mom loves it i get a lot of it from my dad yeah yep. <laughs> yeah <laughs> writing sense of humor shit like that. yeah exactly and Jeez. like that's the big thing my like my family is like so funny every time i'm around like my whole family like we're always cracking up and i'm just like writing crap down now and like I, uh, I need to delve into Use that a little it. more. Yeah, I need to. I like my family well, stuff because I think that'll be relatable to a I lot of people. And Observation even, even and in your comedy, you see the connection with music. Yeah, right? yep. You know? Yeah, because like, I, I use music in my own comedy, um, and actually that's kind of my my medium for it. Um, but I've been stepping outside that and um, doing just straight stand up as well, and finding that I there's actually to be honest, it can be a little easier at times because you don't have to 
like for the writing for it you don't have to like write a song like and uh, it didn't really for me that was just what i was doing but then when i started delving more into okay let's just write a little bit of stand-up yeah i was able to kind of work around my schedule better with it but i also i plan there's so many like venues it'd be nice to like let out like what i huh. feel you know what i mean like Absolutely. i've always wanted to make movies i've always wanted to like take and make uh um well a lot of uh, video content, basically. Okay. Um, even like a TV show or something. But I, I think uh, this right here, I was so excited to get this going because uh, oh, obviously yeah. as a comedian, I, yeah, oh, it's it's great. This is awesome. It's a way for me to talk and people have to listen. The inaugural, like, right. <laughs> the inaugural like launch. Said, for me, it's a really big outlet too. Yeah. Because I know I know quite a few artists, and we're we are we're in a really unique time in this area where yeah. everything's where these, booming yeah these things are starting Everything. to become more prevalent and yeah. a lot more exposure and access to it yeah uh, it's cool that's though. good because there's a lot of it's people doing a lot of different things yeah. you know what i mean like, well and it's well, nice to be surrounded by that a lot mm-hmm. more yeah, you know totally milo music for example i mean look at what that's done just got, for appleton it's gotten right. huge. yeah and now just like look at how art like like how art-centered Appleton is. It always kind of was, but, like, you're seeing that more. We actually went and drove by that one piece last night. Right, yeah. Um, afterwards, Have there's you heard this about big outroar. Yeah, the... Where's that now? Um, uh, College Avenue. Yeah, it's, like, right before the bridge. Okay. It was, ha- it was, it was picked by a board of people from Appleton. Uh, the artist is from Appleton. Okay. It's, it's a bunch of ambiguous faces... That make up a large head structure. Nice. Uh, it's a sculpture. It's, it's very, it's very oh, cool. Oh yeah, yeah, I have seen that. Uh, yeah. So this, they picked it, uh, they installed it, um, and where, now where, where is that? That's over right before the College Avenue Bridge, right by Lawrence University. Okay. Um, yep. So they installed it, and now there's uh, people petitioning and like meetings are going on to try to get it removed. Uh, because, okay. Because <laughs> because. Um, some okay, of the, remove some of the people. Uh, they're kids. The locals, yeah, are afraid. Like their surrounding houses are terrified by this. It yeah. looks scary. Yeah, it looks scary. Oh. Like so, they're trying to get it removed. Uh, and I've had a discussion with a few people about how it's kind of like unarting art in a way. Yeah, it, that's exactly yeah. what it's doing. It's. I mean, it's. it's, it's Forgive the expression, but like raping art. Yeah. Of what art is. Well, that's the th- like to. The fact that like there was that people chose for that piece to go there, and I like I I saw it like it's not it's not that scary. It, like I really don't. I didn't think so. I don't think it's that perturbing. Like I, I personally think that people have gotten way too um, sensitive, sensitive yeah. because like there's I've seen so many things when I was living a time dude, of extremely sensitive sensibility. That guy, <laughs> the guy frozen in carbonite over in uh, when you're uh, when you're right. Coming coming from Anasha going into Nina there by Ace Hardware. There's that church there. Yeah. Um that has like the the guy coming through and it's like bronzed or whatever. Like there you can see a guy like coming out. I don't know. And like, oh you you probably have never seen it then. You gotta yeah, drive by it's in this church. It's like the with the huge steeple. Okay. Like the huge way like pointy yeah, steeple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that <laughs> church right there. Like down the way. And I always thought it was like he was frozen in carbonite because of Star Wars. <laughs> because like that's you know, they were like fucking <laughs> that so like I always like as a kid thought like this guy was frozen in carbonite and just like 
on the side of this building, just like trying to get out, like, <laughs> and that perturbed the yeah, hell out of me. More, that's more frightening. Yeah, like that's like so, ambiguous. Faces. Yeah, exactly. Like, but then you can empathize with where I don't know how many people are petitioning to get it removed, but there's at no, least one family. I was just reading an article about the doesn't. Well, and one thing I found too is. Some folks just don't receive it. You know, they're they're scared of new yeah. things, scared of change, stuff like that. Like nothing against tattoo artists by any means. I I think they're freaking awesome. I love tattoos, but a lot of times when people go, "Oh, you're an artist," more times than not, the next thing I hear is, "Can you draw me a tattoo?" Yeah, like, yeah. That's that's not my. That's niche. not what I do. That's, yep. That's, yep. When I have that was painter, if you want to take one of my images and put them on your person, which yeah. I've got a couple that I, I'd consider doing that. That was I, Mitch I, I Hedberg, I remember, said that uh, about, I'm always going to relate things to comedy because I'm a freaking comedy nerd. Works for me. But, uh, I listen so, to Mitch at work. Yeah, he's amazing. He's, tragic, he's art is what that guy is. But uh, he um, he had this whole thing about, uh, um, oh, shit, I'm losing it. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? <laughs> Ambiguous faces. You guys wanted to go. Right oh, there. geez. I just kind of sat back and let you guys go. I was, I was bit. going, but then like I just lost jog. my train of thought on that. All right, well, I'll pick it up. Uh, we'll get us back into the meat yeah, here. Let's do it. Um, it's so bad. let's talk about some damn art. CBD. The question I was thinking of earlier that I couldn't think of. Uh, oh, okay. So being <laughs> so okay. There you go. So being an artist. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, we got to finish this thought. So being an artist and uh, or like because he he's a comedian. And people come up and ask him, be like, "Hey, can you write a? Oh yeah, can you yeah, write yeah, a TV yeah. show?" It's like, "No, I can write comedy. You know, like I'm a comedian. That's what I do." And like, just like, even though it's like similar, expecting someone to just be able to jump out of their avenue at it. Yeah, because he and, follows that with, yeah. Oh, you you learn to cook, you become really good at cooking. And, yeah, and, you're just, and they're like, "Oh, you can cook? Can you farm?" Yeah, yep. Like, 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 no, it's not what no, I do. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. That's all right. Sure. Cool. We finished and the thought. But can you farm? Can you farm? If I had to, yeah, you yeah. bet. You bet. <laughs> so my Plant question, it, water it, grow it, bringing it. us back around. My question was earlier: um, is there is there a medium that you excel at, or that you're really good at, or even that you enjoy that you haven't done in a while because you writing, writing, writing? Sure, um, I've always liked writing. Again, UW Fox. And it's 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 a very good it's it's painting with words, man. Just sure. like painting is writing with color. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 they're so closely correlated, yeah. yet so very much their own things. Like dialogue and like in movies and stuff. If you look at that, like what people say to each other, like it's really an art. Like, and like it, to, it, delivery to and timing exactly. and, and there's so much stuff Everything that comes that into, into it. That. It takes wit. And you know what I mean? And, and, and charisma and, and all kinds of shit. Um, you know, like I, my sarcasm has been my bread and butter since yeah. I learned. Yep. Like, uh, oh, you can, you can, you can so do you, this. All so right. you really feel like words are, are well, another form of like art, then? Absolutely. Like, especially absolutely. like books and stuff. Like, absolutely. you look at certain books that are just writers, amazing. Writers are artists. You bet. I'm reading it's, my daughter right now, uh, um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I'm just amazed at that book and like just the writing of it. Like, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I, well, like well, I said, painting with words. It's it's. I I did uh, too when I was at EW Fox. Like I said, probably the best three and a half years of my life. Um, I took two creative writing courses. 
Sure. With Bill. Yep. Um, shout out to Professor Bill Gillard. Hope you're well. Well, and I think I think he really was a, a good launching pad for me too. Oh, he was fantastic to in, uh, investigate more into uh, what eventually brought me into writing comedy yeah. and, and writing. And uh, he knew how to like like nudge you in just the right direction. Yeah. Just, again, like like uh, your art teachers, it was a, a really good environment that he created to to encourage you to express yourself. Rather than trying Express to limit you, yourself. don't don't do that. Don't do oh, that. sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. He I, the feedback you would you would submit your pieces it's and a then, conversation killer, dude. That's right. <laughs> he would do whatever, but but the feedback and like if he likes what you're doing, but he's like, all right, well, you're kind of veering off here. Let's let's try to do you know. And he's very um, he communicates well as he's a writer, so right. you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, no, I I did. Uh, semester what did we do fictional short stories and then the next one i took was uh poetry okay and i had a great time had a hard time meeting deadlines yeah. <laughs> with the printing presses but yeah. i'm but that's I'm, part of like a i'm pretty dysfunctional artist, right? when it comes yep. to well, lessons. And, and there was technology involved and we don't have to delve into that just yet if we don't want to but i don't mesh well so is there any like forms of art that you haven't really like dabbled in that you you kind of like you hope that someday you get to work with even if even if it's just a little bit would one semester learning the medium count as dabbling just a little yeah, bit yeah i mean something you're sculpture. interested in or sculpture something? yeah sculpture hell yeah dude like, um, uh, like clay or like steel or i like working with clay never Never got into like welding, like I, ceramics. I, I would even like to eventually. I would like to get into like the welding and the metal and the steel work and shit. That's like that. cool. Yeah. That's... Um, and you do whatever, but um, found objects, man. Just you know, taking a pile of junk and making it pretty. That's that's yeah. that's how I look at life just across the board in general 365 24 7 that was always my favorite i'm looking like you walk into someone like look at this new couch we got and look how well it goes with the love seat and, and yeah. how it complements the drapes and i'm staring off in the background going yeah but that lamp though yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean that lamp's hot bring it out here showcase that um, yeah i obscurity um and it's 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 taking what used to be something and is now a bunch of empty nothing yeah, and, and and giving it new life, yep. and and making it acceptable to more than just yourself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one man's trash is another man's treasure. You bet your ass it is. Yeah, you know. And uh, stone, I would really like to carve stone. Stone would be cool. I, you know, I ever since uh, I did an art history lecture course, um, and we we read up a little on uh, God, who was it now? I want to say Michelangelo. Um, it was Michelangelo or Donatello, one of the Ninja Turtles. They yeah. said um, <laughs> he doesn't like, like the sculpture exists within the stone. He just kind of chips away and sets it free. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, like he's just like I see the piece in the stone. Yeah, man. yeah, exactly. He goes and and I I know where it to, just where so it, happens and, it has a wiener and most of the time. Yeah, um, <laughs> a lot no of busts, arms but a wiener. No body, just a head, what, just a head. Just, and, yeah. That's what always got like you saw a lot of that, but I mean like that's like because you look at how hard it is to do detail. Yeah, you're gonna draw a line somewhere. Like for a person who isn't that even that good of an artist, like for me when I would draw things, like people would draw the whole figure. I just draw like whatever, like just the head and then a little bit. To of, that like, I elbows. would to you that I would person. say uh, 
really push that. Like I, yeah. I love line. Like if, if you look at my this stuff scribbles, but like if you look at my handwriting and, and whenever I, I my much, horrible. Well, I'm I'm playing with line the whole time. Yeah. I got big fanciful swoops yeah. and, and shit going on. Calligraphy and, and, and stuff is a beautiful. That's actually an art. When I, yeah, that's I, words that are absolutely. art. Absolutely, like writing. Right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. full circle, brother. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, but it's 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 all. It's all, you know, line is fantastic. It's such a simple, easy, you don't even pay it any mind, but you got to do stuff to it. Yeah. You know, there is no spoon, but yet you bend it to your will. You yep. know what I mean? Kind of thing. It's so. the matrix. Hey, so I got a question. Hope do you not. guys want to take a break um, and then pick up? I have a few more green questions. Room. The spread in there looks fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> take a break or you want to just keep going? Um, I, we're at like uh, a minute. 20 almost right or an hour 20 i mean yeah see what like i mean we can take a break and pause it and yeah we, it yep. later. why don't we take a little break um we I will be we're leaving right back with you we don't have to do the outro because no we're edit we'll, it yeah we'll, we'll, we'll be <laughs> like it won't even be a break for them it's and, just gonna be us cutting right back in hey and so we get ready for the hey coming back to you all right see you later all right so um in a climate you know, or like the state of where our society is now, everything's immediate gratification. It's prevalent. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's disgusting. It's real easy to set things aside and get distracted, you know, or invest in something that's less of an expression or an outlet, something mm. that's more <clears throat> out of necessity or, or, you know, you just, your whole priority list <clears throat> changes. Um, um, what keeps the art alive for you what keeps you driving at that and like the passion going for you good question bro um ross is beatboxing (laughs) 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 um it's deep it is it is very easy to um the shit gets stacked so high before you know it. You just you got stacks of books and magazines falling on top of you every which way you go. It's kind of what it feels like on the path that I'm on. Um, it, my world is so sporadic and chaotic right now that it's hard for me to really stay on top of. Like I've been telling people, you know, we talked about that Minnesota thing earlier. I've been telling people for six months. That's what I plan on doing. But first, I'd like to get all my ducks in a row. Week in and week out, something else comes up, something else changes, something else goes left instead of right, whatever the case may be, that just kind of gums up the works. Well, and that's just one more thing you kind of got to focus on, right? Have to focus on. Because, personally, dude, I don't like the way society's set up right now. I don't like the way it's operating. I mean, from when I'm we were un- kids, it's become a lot more difficult to to just simply so be. Much right? like, so, so much has changed. Social media, has sci-fi a lot movies, that. I grew Technology. up getting down on. Yeah, is real life shit. Yeah, and that's scary, dude. The telescreen we carry one around with us in our pockets, right? Readily, camera on either side of it. Glowing squares. Glowing squares. <laughs> I think I think that's probably what pushes me, at least in part, because. It, it fans the embers, you know, sure. it, keep, it keeps the heat going because I don't like it. I disagree with it. I, I don't think we're nice enough to each other. I don't think we share enough with one another. And, and that, you know, 
that ain't the way it's supposed to be, man. Right, you know, right. that is not the way it's supposed to be. So at the core of it, I'm just trying to live what I feel is correct, mm-hmm. proper, c- civil, if you will. Um, right, because you want to try to create. It, it's hard, though, and, and I do, I'll catch myself. I'll fall behind, and but it, but it's almost always one of those things like, oh, shit, man. In two days, I got to make sure this is taken care of or, you know, I haven't painted in. 10 days like yeah. what the hell's going on with it isn't it kind of interesting the the but i'm working a shit ton of hours and the, everybody's got a bill they want you to like pay the, yeah it's kind of interesting like the the peace that comes by utilizing the chaos in your head to create art organized chaos right organized anarchy and you're you're able to come back and deal with you know uh they call it the default world you know like I said, not a fan. Yeah, of a lot of it. Not many are. Well, okay, so um, I guess that kind of leads me to the next question. Uh, it to get invested in it though is kind of where that was. I'm in it, man. I'm in it to win it, right? Like, well, clearly, my current job is not my future. Right. That current company is not my future. Right. You got to keep your eye will on, be the, my on salvation. the absolutely on the absolutely. bigger picture. You know that, and I finally, between the schooling and, and and the personal growth I've gone through over the last you know nine ten years since I've been doing this, that is that's the driving force. And every day I look around and see the way people are and the way things are going and and all the chaos and turmoil in the world and. I regurgitate it as something aesthetically appealing. Yeah. Harmless to everybody, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I don't know, man. I just, that that spark, that inner fire, if you will. Yeah. Like, I have it. I know I have it. Yeah. When it comes to my art, you want real. I'm as real as it gets, brother. That's, that's. It's who I am. I know that now. Yeah. It's what I need to do with my time and energy. Yep. I know that now. And when you get to that confidence and that... Uh, that um, and Society gets in my way yeah. of obtaining that goal on a daily basis. And yep. that, that does not appease at all the... I don't want to say resentment or content that I have towards society. But like I said, I just I don't believe in the way it's going right now. I mean, yeah. I don't... I, and if that's just me, right. okay, but something ain't right. John Lennon said, you, "You may call me a dreamer, but I'm not the only one." You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not alone, but few and far between. Maybe I don't know. I just I have a very specific way of seeing things and looking at things, and I try to put myself towards that instead of all the other junk. You know what I mean? All right. Well, so, so I hope I got that for you. I, I, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good summary. It's philosophical yeah. at, at, at its root. It's it's very philosophical. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's spiritual and philosophical, and, and as deep as one can go into oneself, that's where I go. Well, I think that when, provides when, the basis of for retort in this situation. You know, of why you're doing what you're doing. You know, and how I do what I do. Right. And yeah. You know, well, go into how, like how you do what you like what you do. How how do you Describe your process, like the tools you use, the materials that you find. Like we were talking a little bit before about how you recycle things and uh, the kind of the voice and direction that uh, you're the direction that you're going to go with a certain piece. It's different every time, every single time. Yeah. Aside from the fact that 
I know I need paint, and I know I need to stretch a piece yeah. of canvas. Yep. It's different. Um, it, it could be, okay, I'm going to get down on this, you know, five-foot by six-foot piece that I stretched, and um, it's not primed yet or anything, and, and I do a quick inventory, and I'm like, all right, I got a shitload of primer over here and only a few tubes of paint. Yep. So yeah, well, you work with what you got. And you take what you got and you make it work, mm -hmm. right? You got more primer than paint, tone your primer. There, right off the bat, your foundation, you got color already. You know, you're over that first big hump. Um, then texture, you know what I mean? Like, and your texturing is amazing. Like in your you. pieces, it's really cool like you. to see the different styles of texturing that you use and even the... Some the will tickle, some will hurt. That's yeah. just the way yeah, it goes, yeah. man. But like I said, I... I I'm, I'm a creature of habit and I work from necessity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like inner voice or driving force. Like I, I just, I'll get back to you when I can really put my finger on that. You know what I mean? But in the meantime, like I'm, I'm still growing. Like if, if you look at the, the life expectancy of, of a male in today's society, like I'm, I'm 41 years old and I just got started on this infancy. No adolescence. You bet. Yeah. You bet. You know what I mean? I'm still very much learning. That's why yeah. if anything I say here comes across as incorrect or whatever, insufficient, yeah. like, like no offense to anybody, but you know, I don't remember every single word that I come across or that yeah, I hear. Exactly. I, I, and that's everything in life. I work from observation. I see and hear and take in more shit in one day than any one person really should. But I don't keep it all. I don't try to keep it all. You can't. I keep the cool shit. I keep the knickknack that reminds me of the entire story. And a little bit of paddy whack. And then I get rid of yep. all that excess crap. You need to crap. keep the paddy whack. Well, you got to have the paddy whack. Yep. And then I give the dog a bone. Yep. He's a good dog. He deserves a bone once in a while. Yep. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, man. I mean, my, my process is, god damn it, if, if this comes across as a cop-out or easy way or whatever so be it but it just take that canvas make it pretty you know what i mean yeah do something after with that it. i do what i gotta do and i use what i got to work with so i, I just I, I have a small and, the, like, and then i give in i have like and, a and small side question like so you talked earlier about like your your respect and regard for um music, music. right um top of the list in my, yeah in my so opinion. like how uh, you have a go-to you know like uh Okay. Something that like flows the juices more than the others. Ho hope you're all sitting down right now, folks, because we're about to get soft and mushy. Um, <laughs> uh, he's a he's a Lionel more set Lionel Richie fan. No, I, I recently <laughs> though I recently did uh, introduce myself to uh, Annie DeFranco. Right on. And that young lady is freaking phenomenal. Yeah. Love her work. The first song I heard, I think, really did it for me. After that, it's like even the ones that I'm like, I'm not sure. I yeah. still love them. Yep. Um, I don't know, dude. I got, I got, I bounce all over the place. Um, I got one song I could listen to on loop for ten hours and be perfectly all right with that. What's and, that? Uh, it's called The Appeal by the Toadies. Okay. Um, been, been getting down on those guys for like fifteen, twenty years. Yeah. Um. Just found that song like six, eight weeks ago, and I wanted to cry. I'm like, why haven't you found this sooner, you, you dumbass? Yeah. It's just, it's certain songs that resonate so, so. You guys don't have to like it. I mean, it's not for everybody. I get it, whatever. But I heard that song, and it's like, oh my God, it's, it's, 
immediately in like my top five of all time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yep. Others, I got playlists. I got I got the only playlist I've made. It's nothing but sappy. God, I miss that girl songs and shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's passionate shit. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's deep. It's real. It's it's smack you in the face, honest and brutal. And beautiful and melodic, one well, that's what's <laughs> and, cool. and well tempoed. And I think that's what ties our art, the art and the emotion together. Yeah, right? yep. like emotions the, play in art big time. They should. Well, and you if can you're tell, gonna call it art, it better like, have some emotion. Well, and like in you it. say, like it might be a cop out that you just look at a piece and you say make it pretty. But what you're doing is you're just diving into that piece. Yeah. From what I see, Grab yeah, you slap some paint on in the pool. after you slap <laughs> that paint on. What you are avail, what you have available, you're utilizing that. And I try to find it, beauty where there's and nothing. Exactly. And then you're you're taking that or and letting letting the piece of. take you over and Let, bringing it wherever it needs why to I go. Said a minute ago, like I, I submit, I give into it. Yeah. I've been telling folks, um like I've been telling Tana since I we were still in school, second semester, I'm like, I just they're like, Well, how do you know when it's done? I'm like, I don't always. But I listen to it. I listen to the piece, man. And and it'll tell you, like, stop pushing so hard, you know? Work on the left side. Don't don't focus on the right, right side. Right, shit yeah, like that. it goes back to kind of creating its own voice. Yeah. In conjunction with you, right? Absolutely. You know, like, and that also allows me to, like I, I that quote I mentioned earlier, learn the rules like a pro so you yeah. can break them like an artist. Yep. I will take all the conventional shit I can. And then if I got to snap a piece off of that, make that one longer, and yeah. rip the tape off of that one over so there is to that, hold it together. Is this where you find like your influence from? Like, If you had to say where you're finding your influence for your actual artist? Life in general, man. Life in general. Just, just walking what, around. You know? take t- I, I, I don't wake up in the morning and go, okay, I got to pay attention to every single thing I can. I got to try to hear as much, see as much. I just, I don't block it out. Yeah. It, it just happens. You know what I'm saying? Like kitchens kids i worked in kitchens for a long time that instills a sense of like go 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 think on the fly yeah make yep. it happen sometimes it i think thinking on the fly really definitely helps you stay sharper well, like with I some said, of it with my uh it kind of helps you get past earlier. that like uh perfectionist mentality yeah exactly too, right? it's like i need it this needs to be boom and go i definitely have a lot of projects on the shelf that i'm like they need to be tweaked before they can go yeah you know and then they just end up sitting there and yep. sitting there and sitting yep. there and i I was told early on, um, Judith told me, she goes, well, come back to it. Just put it aside, work on this one. Yeah, right. Like, you can't, yeah, you can't ever that, give up or it'll never go. You know? Duh moments. But right. I was yeah. learning. I was eager. I was energetic. Right. And thank you, nine cups of coffee a day. But <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, I mean, my influence, art begets art, right? And I mean, yeah. like I said, I, I, you look at, I'll line up 10 or 12 of my pieces over to, course of the last eight or ten years and you'll see jackson pollock influence you'll see gerhard richter influence you'll see anselm Kiefer influence you'll yeah. see moreau picasso did i ever say picasso um uh kandinsky i love kandinsky's work yeah i think that dude was like a lawyer or like a professor of law or something yeah. and he's like you know what the same for me <laughs> i'm gonna go over here and he wrote books like deep deep thought stuff on you know and i i take that that kind of stuff as well not just the visual but i i I look into these artists that's that i fell in love with jackson pollock 
like as soon as I was actually shown one of his yeah. books. Like I'm so sure so I come across it over the years. That's a big influence on Knowing you, I've heard you talk about him quite a quite a bit over the years. My favorite painter. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, do you have like a, you know like a handful that are like more influential oh, yeah. to you? So you know, just rattle off a couple and. A few you know, of my pieces? Yeah, no, a few of your inspiration, other artists that oh, like, um, really like... Pollock's Blue Poles. Um, wish I could give you a year and all that good stuff, but it's it's a good... It's... I don't know, man. He he was... His early work was kind of funky. It was more figurative, more more composition to it. Um, I think he was, he was from Cody, Wyoming, and... and there was like Native American influence in his early early life, so a lot of that like spirit animal type stuff yeah. came through in some of his earlier works. And and he was he was working his way through just like all the rest of us do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I fell in love with Conte, but then I met painting. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, Conte, but I'll see you when I see you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I don't know, man. Like I can relate to him. I looked into him a lot. I read up on him a lot. Like he he started drinking early. He drank hard. Yeah. I started drinking early. I drank hard, you know, and inner demons and inner turmoils and, and how go in the room, shut the door, turn on the light, just you, the paint, you know. So and, and that's kind of like the perfect segue into my next question. it's a relationship, you know what so I mean? It's, it's, you said three years now? Three years sober? Yes, as of today, actually. So what's what's it like creating? I've, I mean, always, in, I've always wondered... Um, the 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 idea of like the artist that suffers for their art right like uh like take lane staley from alice in chains you know like mm-hmm. does he think he still would have been able to create what he created with uh with having not used heroin uh you know so it kind of leads me to my question with you what is have you noticed a big difference uh a big shift since since you've stopped drinking it's gotten better What's gotten better? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, almost everything. Uh, is the process harder? No. No. And is it easier? Yeah. Is it e- different? Everything's easier when you're clear-headed. When, when, when I work from the subconscious, the cloudier I make my brain, the harder it is for my third eye to see what it's trying to f- see. I mean, it is what it is. For me, have you ever I, tried DMT? Shout out! <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out to Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that one later. Hey, um, no, man, I, I, I wouldn't say I ever relied on it. I mean, yeah, there's nights I'll I'll rock out. I'll pull an all nighter in the studio. I'll go through a bottle and a half of wine over that 10 hours, 11 hours. But I never felt the need to get drunk or stoned or any other thing to paint. I just felt the need to paint. Yeah. You know, like I said earlier, between that first and second semester of painting, I came back from my summer gig in Alaska and I just, I just had to paint. I just had to paint. I didn't, I got so antsy the last like two or three weeks I was there because I knew that when I got home, I had a big old pile of paint and shit waiting for me. And, oh man, yeah. it was great. And at first I slept for a day and a half and then for like a week straight, I just smeared paint on everything. Sorry, mom. <laughs> it's, it's on places. 
But uh, yeah, man. I mean, I I've been around it. I've seen it where you know people kind of felt they needed that that edge taken off or that edge put on or however it may be. And you know, like a lot of the great ones all had issues with shit. You know, but I mean, we all got issues. It's all a matter of how we deal with them. You know. Um, when it's on how you move forward and going to that like what ways do you hope that your art is like progressive how how it's going to touch people in every way possible and any yeah every day yeah every way possible dude like you think about it how many people are around the globe if i get to one out of every hundred people yeah mission accomplished yeah exactly If, if if i have right now i have 12 pieces on the wall at jambalaya and oshkosh yeah if you walk in there and only one of those pieces speaks to you, it speaks to you. Yep. And that's all it takes, right? You don't have to like the whole band, but if the lead singer's got this amazing voice, you're going to listen to that band, right? Yeah, yep. So, um, <coughs> sky's the limit, man. I mean, I, I got a few hurdles I got to get over here. Yeah, right? yep. Hopefully the next few months that, that'll all kind of come together. But, I mean... I don't have the time and everything to devote to it that I would like to. Like you like what you've seen so far, and you just—oh, I—I love your art, man. Like it's my, amazing. Yeah, you, you, you. But you just met just it you, before just, a few nights ago. Yeah. You had never seen any of my work. Exactly. Right? That was all produced on the tiniest of budgets, with a minimal amount of time. Yeah. In a basement of a home. Imagine yep. what what kind of damage I could do with like an actual studio. Yeah. Like a big old building just yeah, waiting to dream. be filled with, right. with pretty shit coming back into that workspace or that environment man that is and set I, up for you know full I, production right i need to yeah throw a mattress on the floor in the corner i'll hit it when i need to i need to fall asleep in that stuff i need to wake up in that stuff like my mind already i think about stuff at work because i have to and when i need to but my mind is always changing color and switching frequency and i mean the shit that i see in my head dude if i could just get it all on canvas which will never ever happen because this shit don't stop churning yeah you know it just what i keeps mean going it's high speed spin cycle yeah round the clock like it keeps yeah going. i got i got notepads and notepads oh, yeah, right. everywhere with just yeah it's stacks scribbles. of sketchbooks and just trying to Journals just trying to file it into like the right notebooks is difficult enough. If I'm really chomping hard on an idea I get for a piece, I'll take notes. It'll start as like a sketch, right? Just a yeah. square rectangle. Yeah, I saw whatever. some of the sketches you had. They were cool. Thank you. And but they get really. De- I got an inbox. Next time you're over there, I'll show you the inbox, and they turn into like mathematical formulas and equations and shit because I'm like layering and. I, it's crazy, man, and I think being sober, it, it just helps me do that better, helps me grow better, you know what I mean, and, and that's, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah. So, I guess going going with that idea then, um, <clears throat> I guess, what ways have you found that, like, um, art has taught you different ways to apply what you've learned through art to life? To help navigate through the bullshit? Every day. And the more active I am in my art life. Like, the last few days have been great. Busy. I'm tired, but I don't care because I hung work. I'm showing work. I sold work already. You know what I mean? It's 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 a really good gust of wind in the sails. But whether I'm producing or not, like, 
it's all I can think about. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? And, and and so that's where my heart goes, and and I just gravitate towards it. it. It pulls me in, but there's never any like center to reach. You just keep passing through. And yeah. I got off tangent. What what was the question? <laughs> just uh, what art has taught you? Like that you've been able life. to apply to life. How yeah. to how to more seamlessly navigate and i mean that literally literally figuratively um if i'm maneuvering through the grocery store or climbing over crap at work or sorting out finances for the month like the path of least resistance you know what i mean yep um it's taught me how to accept and move on yeah you know um it's I think a lot of what it's taught me, and I just did air quotes with my fingers. That's right. If you didn't um, see it, there's a camera Christ. up there. Yeah, there's a, what it's, it's taught a, me. <laughs> um, I think a lot of it is stuff that I already was kind of aware of, but it got dug up from the bottom of the pile in the subconscious and, and thrown to the forefront. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. It helps like said, you formulate I, an I idea. I have a lot of right? these duh moments, but at the same time, like every single day, I carry myself painterly at you know i that's just the wavelength i'm on and it, it's fast and quick and i'm not trying to jump off the sea turtle just yet you know what i mean gotta, yeah right gotta ride yeah. it out so i don't know man it's like uh it's magical it really really is <laughs> magical um it, yeah it's it's really helped kind of mold me into the person i'm becoming i'm i'm not ashamed of who i am at this moment in time um but I strive every day to be a better artist, be a better person, be a better brother, better son, better uncle, better employee, better everything. Just yeah. But at the top of the list is a better artist, man. You yep. know what I mean? So it art is a driving force in and of itself, I think. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, that's a good one to leave on, I think. Yeah, I uh, think so too. Thanks for your time, man. Thanks for coming and sitting with us. and. uh Really, Pleasure to be you know, here. Pleasure to be here. This up. is awesome, man. I, I I hope this rocks out for you guys for a little while to come yet. And, yeah, yeah. Um, we're hoping to grow something from um, it. You know, curious to hear first how you, one. How you deal so we'll with see where it goes. Your next so, few guests, uh, and we got a website for you is uh, jshpaints.com. Correct. Uh, and then your email all is lowercase, all one word. Jshpaints at gmail.com. Also correct. Contact him there. Uh, also, Facebook page JSH Paints, something like that. Yeah. Uh, the art, the the art will be at Jambalaya Collective in Oshkosh all month long of arch. I am March, arch, featured. March. That's March. March. Um, March. Yeah, I'm the featured art artist March. for the month of March at art Jambalaya. March. Um, we'll be up there for the art walk and stuff next week, so I'll be art up there. March. Exactly. Art exactly. March. <laughs> March for the arts. March why for why the wouldn't arts. you? Why wouldn't you? That's uh, March seventh, right? Correct. Six Saturday. p.m. to nine p.m. Yeah, uh, there'll be but there'll plenty be of other artists. Yeah, artists all throughout downtown. They'll be up and running, and I'm sure it'll be hopping and buzzing. I'm I'm hoping so. I'll be down there most. Sure, of the yeah, day, go so. down and check it out. Um, um, I'm the guy right. in the hat. If that helps, you guys that's find me, shake my hand. Look for the guy in the hat. Like that. Yeah, dude. That's I'll, that's. I'll be in the hat. He'll be in the hat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, so we're hoping for the next episode. We're gonna get in. Uh, Another local artist, he's a tattoo artist and a flow artist, uh, part of Fox Valley Arts. Um, uh, I think it's the Fox Valley Flow Arts Collective. Uh, Kyle Eden is his name, and uh, 
We'll probably have that one out in what two weeks or so, probably. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, uh, we should be launching our social media within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that'll that'll take some uh, couple just, platforms. Yep. Uh, so we'll Instagram, keep you posted on that Facebook. one. And uh, Ross, what kind of stuff you got coming up? I got um, on April third. I have uh, I'm opening up at the Fifth Ward, which will be a Friday. That's April third. Where's I, that at? Um, the Fifth Ward is in Oshkosh. It's a brewery, a really okay. nice brewery, actually. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, I believe, right on Main Street there. And uh, 9 p.m. that show starts. Otherwise, you can always check me out uh, on Instagram, at Ross Huff Comedy, on Facebook, uh, Ross Huff Comedian, and you can like that. Otherwise, I have my website, www.rosshuffcomedy.com. And uh, thank you guys all for listening. This has been an amazing uh, kickoff. For- yeah, thanks for sticking with us. If you're yeah. still listening to this point, it's uh, a little bit choppy going, but uh, first round yeah. out. Yep. Much appreciated. Uh, so, yeah, check time, back guys. for more. Uh, we'll have Stay away from the gooey. Local comedy, <laughs> local <laughs> comedians and uh, other artists to come. All right, thanks. Yep. Later. Thank you, guys. Bye. Be well. <laughs>